All right, Bryson just hit it 407. Lowry off the tee at 12. This one a little bit to the right. Hello and welcome back to a Birdies and Beers podcast. Uh, today you're with myself, Lowy, and D Webb, and we're lucky enough to have the assistant manager of St Andrews Beach on the line, uh, Phil. How are you tonight, mate? Hey, Lowy, I'm very well. And Webby, how are we, boys? Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. I'm well, thanks, mate. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. Um, look. We just uh, want to talk about a little bit of golf with you. You're the assistant manager at St. Andrews Beach. So let's just get to know you just a little bit first. Phil, um, mate, what's your golf handicap at the moment and uh, your favourite hole at your St. Andrews Beach course? Yeah, so handicap's sort of hovering around the sort of 15, 14, 15 mark at the moment, um, sort of going up and down a little bit from there. Um, and the favourite hole down at St. Andrews Beach would probably be the par 3 6th or the short path for the 14th. Um, they're my two two go-tos out there. Yeah, um, two of our favourites too. I uh, really do enjoy the 14th. Uh, the 14th is obviously a short path four, and depending on how my round is going and how I'm hitting my driver, depends if I decide to take it on and try to hit the, the green or if I uh, try to – just keep one in play to have a good score. So, mate, two good good holes there. Um, I'll hand you just a quick over to D Webb, mate. Do you have any questions you want to ask Phil to start off with? No, geez, I, I find that's a tough question too, the, the favourite holes, mate. I'll, I had the first and second down. I've got a love-hate relationship with 13 as well. So, some absolute rippers. But um, I'd, I'd be interested to know just around the type of players that uh, that are attracted to the club and what type of players you get there and, and, and also to build on that what your kind of current membership structure is at St Andrews Beach. Yeah, so it's a bit of a it's a real mixture um, that we see. We get a lot of um, a lot of obviously travelling golfers down from Melbourne that might be members at sort of your your um, traditional member course in Melbourne maybe and then they come down to ours um, maybe once a month or even you know, once every every six months or something just to play down with a few mates. Um, a lot of it is golfing weekends. So they'll um, they'll come down and play maybe four or five courses um, over the stretch of maybe four or five days um, down our way. Um, in terms of the actual quality of the players, it, it ranges as well. So we you'd see your, your very, very good scratch players coming down, but then you also see guys that, you know, it might be a, a Bucks weekend or a boys weekend and, and you see quite a few of the group that haven't touched the club too often. Um, so yeah, it, it, it does, um, range a lot. You see a lot of, uh, a, a different variety of plays, which is good. I think it's good to get, to get a, a look at a diff, a different group of people. Um, in terms of our membership. So the main one we have, um, is what we call our lifestyle pass. So um, guys, will, guys and girls will pay $395 and then they pay half price green fees every time they play. So our, our peak green fee, which is our weekend public holiday across summer green fee is 94. So they get out there for 47. And then during our off-peak time, so normally midweek, is 76. So they're paying 38. Um, and that's the majority. So we don't have your traditional membership base, but um, 
a lot of our guys are on that, what we call that lifestyle pass. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Um, looking at, uh, golf moving forward. Um, obviously membership is a, uh, a very hot discussion, uh, being an expensive sport golf with, with clubs. And, uh, then you got membership on top. It's good to have those different types of options available for the people that can only get out there for a couple of times a, a year or, or six months. That's a, that's a great initiative that, um, that pass that you have. That's, um, what do you think of that pass D web? Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think it's spot on. I mean, being a person who was a member, full time and um, and with time constraints and, and money constraints, really, it was just not justifiable to spend that big dollars for essentially it was three or four months a year that I could play. So I, I love the different options available. Yeah, I think the, there's, a, there's a bit of a almost if you're a full member somewhere, you're like, oh, I have to play twice a week to make that worthwhile. Whereas like sort of the, the 395, when you get your half price discount, it ends up being, so, you know, if you play 10 rounds, you basically made your money back because of the, the the discount on the weekend round. So it takes the pressure off of playing all the time. Um, and it suits us as well, because like I said, a lot of the guys are based in Melbourne or, you know, in the Southeast of Melbourne even. And um, they, they potentially only come down maybe every second weekend or they come down once a month. So you're not seeing them every week. There's a lot of guys that we do see every week, um, but then there's another, another bunch that sort of are here every now and then. Um, so it works out well for them. I think if I was down there every um, every weekend, mate, I'd always be at that brewery down the road, and I think I'd end up being divorced within six months of that. That place is amazing. Yeah, it's it's a good place to hang out at the end of a long day. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you shot one hundred and ten. Yeah, and that's that's a good segue into my uh, my next question, mate. Is I. I want you to explain to the people that uh, may have played a few courses down the Mornington Peninsula, but to talk about what's unique about your golf course. Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I think a lot of people come away from playing St Andrews Beach and say, "Oh, I need to play it again now that I've played this hole." Blah blah blah. Is oh, I need to be on the left side to play this hole, or I need to be, you know, I need to be short of this spot so I can see the green properly. So for those of you of your listeners that haven't played the course before, um, wide open fairways, it's a Lynx design. So it's Tom Doak designed um, Lynx course, which has elevated tees and nice big wide fairways, but then really small greens. Um, so a lot of the time you'd be, you think, oh, this is easy, you know, I can hit it out into the fairway. But then if you're on the wrong side and you're hitting into a really small green, it makes it really tough. Um, so that's one thing that you, that I always hear when people come back to the clubhouse is, oh, I think I need to play it again because I, now I understand it. Or you need to play it maybe three or four times before you get where you need to be. Because um, it's not really one of those courses where you just grab driver on every hole and just blast away. Um, like we said, we we're talking about the 14th. It's one of those ones where you really have to think about it. And if you're going to hit it in the wrong spot, then you're going to, you might as well be 40 yards shorter and being in the right spot. Well, I, I still remember the first time that I played the first hole, we were up the top tees and, um, I hit a really good drive down the middle and I actually thought the green was up and to the right. So I started to uh, aim up out that way to go for it because my little uh, book told me I was only, you know, 200 odd metres away from the, the green and I thought I'm going to go for it. And it was actually Webby that pulled me up and said, mate, the green's on the left-hand side over that massive dune. So you're right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's dead straight. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are like we. We actually tell newbies where we're just like, all right, the first is a dead straight par five, and they're like, they look at you. They kind of look at you weird because they're like, of course, you know, why are you telling me that? But then they stand up on the on the tee and they're like, oh, definitely dog legs at the end. She's like, well, no, it's dead yeah, straight. It, no, yeah, no, it's um, it's a cracking opening hole. Uh, Webby, got anything you want to add to, mate? Or I'd definitely say. I mean, the reason I knew that is because I went on the website and actually watched the had a look at the video flyovers, which I love. So it's definitely recommended um, for that course. Yeah, that was um, Will Watt from Caddy Magazine. He did the he did the revamp of the website and did all the flyovers and did all the pictures and stuff. So um, he did a really good job with those. But yeah, it's definitely worthwhile if you're coming down for the first time. Um, it's definitely worth having to check out the website because even I get it wrong and I've played it a million times now. <laughs> this is a little question off notice, mate, but I don't know if you know who has the lowest score there and, and what it is. It's more of a personal interest, really. Yeah, we just had, um, I don't know if you guys saw it, Mike Clayton organised a bit of a St Andrews Beach Invitational. Yeah, I saw that on of, Instagram, yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of pros that weren't playing comp rounds at the moment and, and really good amateurs. Um, and we had Mateus Sanchez shot a 63 in the first day. Well, um, that's good golf at that so, course. Yeah, really, really good golf. Um, so it had awesome conditions for it. It was dead still, beautiful, beautiful day. But, yeah, he really had to – just the ball striking was pretty impressive off the first tee, I could tell you that. Um, but, yeah, that, that was a really cool little event that Mike Clayton sort of put together. Um, it was nice to like rub shoulders with a few of those guys, even like Jeff Ogilvy was down. So it was, yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, um, that's a good, uh, good little thing to have. Um, a lot of, I'm assuming a lot of, uh, good players enjoy playing, uh, great courses. Um, and we definitely have you in the top tier of our rankings. We've got our own personal rankings when it comes to, um, courses within Australia because we've we've played a fair chunk. How many we've played probably do we've just probably around forty ish, I'd suppose. I think was the last count. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the top in the top twenty, top thirty as well, yeah. which is good. And um one of the things we always notice is um always the the way that you can just call up St Andrews Beach and you'll get a, a tea time. Um it's very easy to get onto St Andrews Beach and especially what's your current ranking at the moment? Um, depending on who you ask, I think, I think there's the, depending on the, uh, depending on who's doing the rankings, some of us, sometimes we're in the top 10, sometimes we're in the sort of top 15, but it's around that sort of mark and the sort of top, top sort of 10, 15 courses in the, yeah, in the country. No, and look, the whole Mornington Peninsula area, uh, is just a great place to play golf. It's a great weekend away. Um, we normally do a, a Thursday fly home Sunday coming from Queensland. Um, and yeah, we always stay in around the Rye area and it's just a, a really solid community around there. Not just golf, there's really good cafes and, uh, the taverns, <laughs> we, we know a fair bit about yeah. them. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you, yeah, it's a great little area. Yeah, it is. It is. It's is there- a great little area with, you can throw a sort of throw a blanket over about five courses that are, are going to be like really, really good value. Um, but then also great quality as well. Um, and with that, with our model as being a public access course. Um, so even with those lifestyle pass holders, like it basically is if the T-sheet opens and a member of the public wants a spot at, you know, eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, if there's a gap, they can have it. So um, where you look at a lot of member, like traditional member courses, 
they pick days where visitors are allowed and, and even on those days they might be, you know, not before 10 o'clock or not before this and there's a lot of rules around when you can get on. Whereas, you know, we're, we're happy to have anyone at any time. Um, we have a lot of social groups come down, on, especially on Sundays. They, they play a lot. Um, and, yeah, we, we're open, open to anyone coming down. Yeah, that's great. Um, got a, a note on my on my pad, um, notepad to talk about possible extensions. Is there any uh, any talk about redevelopment, new clubhouse, or anything well, like that for the area? Clubhouse, mate. You, you like our little. Sh- the, like I our actually little shack. like your clubhouse. Like I like it. It's 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 intimate. You can like for us. We normally have a putt, yeah, a putt yeah. off. If you check out our YouTube um, channel, you'll see second place putt off. Uh, our rules are the winner gets to choose whatever bed awesome. uh, they want in the, yeah. the house we're staying in, and um, second place if there's another uh, like a queen bed or king bed in that house, they get it. So our rules are first and second get to choose. Uh, last year's we we're at Mornington and uh, there was a two hole playoff and um, yeah, the footage is up on, um, on YouTube, but mate, I love your little clubhouse, but um, you know, that a lot of people at, at different courses around the area, yours is probably the smallest, but is there any, any idea about um, even course redesign yeah, so or anything is, like that? There has been a plan for a while for a new clubhouse um, to be situated sort of down where the practice warm up tea is. Um, so on, on sort of the other side of the first hole, um, the first tee. So you're sort of coming up to it from the other angle. Um, that's been in the works for a little while. Um, and it's, yeah, as we keep talking about it and it's, and it's you know, soon is basically what, we've, what we get told and what we tell people. Um, there is a design for it and that sort of thing and they, they're just jumping through the hoops that they have to jump through to, to get it done. But obviously with the current climate of stuff, it's sort of slowed any sort of plans down and that sort of thing. But, yeah, there, there is de- definitely plans for, um, for definitely a new clubhouse and, um, and a couple of other things that the owner's trying to get, get done. But, um, yeah, hopefully in the next couple of years we'll have a new little home to, to uh, welcome you guys down here to. Yeah, perfect. Uh, D-Webb, is there anything that you want to add in? Um, I know we wanted to talk about a few of the actual golf holes, mate. Do you want to have a chat about the actual golf course? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, you've touched on your kind of couple of favourite holes there, but I suppose the, the course, I think, would you say or agree that it kind of does suit every player that comes down? I think so. I think as we were talking before, like there's places to put your ball where you're going to get the best access to the greens. And that's not necessarily the furthest down the fairway. So you can you can blast the ball down the fairway, but actually be in the wrong spot. Um, so I think it's pretty accessible. Um, over summer, the long grass um, in the rough tends to get pretty brutal because um, it's that long wheat grass where you can be a meter off the meter off the fairway and you can lose a ball pretty pretty easily. Um, but yeah, I think overall it's pretty accessible for any sort of level of golfer. Um, but yeah, I think I think if you you probably want to play it a couple of times to get a real grasp mm. of how the how the course plays. Yeah, I really think that we're, sorry, Larry, the, the wheat grass I think really adds to the visual aspect of the course. I mean, I think that's something really separates it out. Like, yes, the fairways are quite wide, um, still not wide enough for me at times. <laughs> but um, I love that grass; it really frames it for you and gives a really good picture. Like standing on the first tee at Andrews Beach, one of the best things ever. Like you're looking down on that first fairway. 
Um, and anyone that's played there will know just how good that is and you're ready to just rip driver and, and get after it. So um, I think that's a real benefit of the course and, and I just think visually it's an amazing track and it's fun to play. Like I never get sick of that place. I just love it. Yeah, the visual side of it is really big for me as well. Like I can, I mean, I'm there five days a week, but I'll drive up to the first tee and if, if the sun's hitting it right and that sort of thing, I'm taking photos every time. Mm. Like it's it's just that sort of course and that sort of, um, yeah, I think it's definitely one that people come to visit more for the experience of the whole thing instead of just playing 18 holes. Um, you know, you can play mm. you can play an average round and shoot, you know, 110 and come off with a smile because it's just, it's that sort of course, um, which I think going back to you, well, one of your early questions is just that's the difference and that's what makes it unique. Um, it always helps with, you know, kangaroos hopping around and that sort of thing and and just those little touches that I, I honestly I could never get sick of. Um, I, I could be there 10 years and never get sick of those sort of things. So, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty lucky to be down there. I absolutely, absolutely love the third hole for some unknown reason. Just the, you look down, you can't see the green. There's just that thick grass on the left. And then you've yeah. got like a mountain, what looks like a mountain on the right. And then, you know, you hit a nice hybrid or, or four iron um, or driver, whatever you hit to get to that corner and then seeing the bowl yeah. on yeah into the green and, I don't know if as a, as an ordinary golfer like myself, I know if I hit it a little bit left, it's going to roll down towards the the green as well. It's just, there's so many holes at that course that uh, are really good on the eye. Um, Yeah. yeah, I think um, when Tom designed it, he just did an amazing job. Like he tried to keep it as natural as possible. Obviously you've got to move a bit of, bit of earth to to make a golf course, but he's tried to keep, keep it as natural as possible. And I think that, that sort of neck that you're talking about on the third is is just a real good example of that where, um, yeah, you hit your drive and and you really have that risk reward for your second shot because if you get it wrong, you can get it really wrong. But then if you get it right, it's um, it comes off really well. Um, and then you go you go and play the 190 meter path three afterwards on the fourth, and it's it's a brutal brutal hole and you get the big drop off on the right hand side and. It's, it's one of those ones, it's an ego hole, that one. So it's like you, you want to hit four iron or that sort of thing, but you really should just pull out a three wood or something and just hit it to the back of the green. Uh, I think we've played it every time that we've played it. It's been like a gale wind in our face and it's three wood and you're still 20 metres short um, or, you you know, you pull it to the left and then you, you're in the long grass there fighting off the snakes. Um but yeah, no, it, every hole and then you go from four to five and you're back on a high tee and, you know, you're trying to bomb it over the bunk, the bunker that's 220 in the middle of the fairway. And then to a, you know, to a really tight green that has like a false front at the front of it. And it's, um, I could go through and name all of them. I, I absolutely adore the course, um, for players that haven't played it, uh, what skill do you think they should practice the most before playing at St. Andrews Beach? I think playing the course well really depends on your approach shot. If that's a, if like, if you're unsure about hitting like a long iron, your best bet is to lay up short and then just, just try and um, get up and down from there. Like if you're trying to hit a, a four iron or a, or a long iron or something into the green, chances are even if you hit it well, it's probably not going to hold it. Um, so you're better off unless you're 
yeah, unless you're a real good golfer and can, and can get a bit of purchase on something like that, you're better off playing it short and then hitting like a, a, a short like punch shot or, or wedge or something up and like it's and almost like a bump and run or something up to the green. Like I would I would say your short game and your and your approach shots really need to be on um, if you're going to play well around there. And then the putting, I always tell people that not to overread the greens because you you tend to see the undulations on the side or if there's a big big sort of uh, two-tier green or something like that. But um, where the actual pins are are pretty flat normally. Um, so I think people tend to overread the greens. Um, and that's a little tip that I sort of give out if they ask before the, before the round. Yeah, that's some good tips. I can agree with every single thing that you said then. And I wish I listened uh, maybe for the first three times that I played that I should uh, do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough track. It's an enjoyable track. Uh, D-Web, you got anything else to, to ask before we um, finish off? No, no, but I would say, I think mean, we've been down there, what, three times, I think in the last seven years. And I think anyone looking to get away and play golf and, and get away for a golf trip, it's just a fantastic place. And St. Andrews Beach is an absolute must for me. It's one of the best I've played. And that's just, you just don't get sick of it. I think you learn something new every time you play it. And uh, I'm already looking forward to getting back down there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, with all this COVID stuff going on at the moment, I'm, I'm not sure when we will get a chance. Um, I will touch on that very quickly before we go. We've got about uh, five minutes. Um, how's that affecting your, your company model at the moment or your business model, mate, COVID? Yeah, it's it's funny. When we – the first sort of break we had and then coming back, we went nuts. Like there was just people everywhere playing. Like everyone wanted to play golf and a lot of those – member courses we're not doing guests so then you know instead of four guys playing somewhere like the national they'd be like all right well let's all four of us go to st andrews beach instead um so we got a lot of that extra traffic through being a public course which helped um but now with the with the stricter lockdowns and that sort of stuff and people not being able to travel for golf um it's sort of yeah we've seen our numbers sort of drop off in the last week or so um, which I mean, it's it's going to happen. Uh, it, we're at this stage. We're kind of like we need to do the right thing to get this thing under control, so we can enjoy golf again. Um, but yeah, we had a little purple patch there through sort of May, June, and the start of July. Um, that that probably um, really helped us because we were done for six weeks and we missed the, the Easter rush that we would normally have. Um, so that sort of gave us a little shot in the arm, but yeah, now I think it's bunker down and, and get through it and get back out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, um, I'll finish on, um, our first time that we played St. Andrews beach. It was in 2013. Uh, I think our tea time was roughly about seven twenty on a Sunday morning. Uh, <laughs> We did, going <laughs> we did finish at the uh, Rye Tavern at approximately one o'clock in the morning after having a big night at the karaoke. Um, and it, oh, we'll have to post some photos of the first time. We look sick. We don't look good. Um, but I do remember hitting a, a mint drive off the first. So um, that always helps my first experience of um, St. Andrews Beach. That's the best hangover queue ever. Just hitting a good drive, and then you and then you're good to go. It was our first ever bab trip, so um, yeah, it was. We played uh, the Dunes, both the Moona courses, and St Andrews Beach. 
in three days. So, um, mate, before we go, anything you, you want to plug, uh, feel free. Um, yeah, I guess obviously come down when you can place in Andrews beach We we love to have you down here. Um, on a personal note, I've got a golf Instagram going on, uh, bogeys to birdies. Um, that's my dog growling in the background. If you can hear that. Um, yeah, my personal, um, Instagram bogeys to birdies jump on there. It's a lot of random stuff. I take a lot of, a lot of photos and a few swing vids and that sort of thing. But yeah, if you want to check us a follow, feel free and um, say good day anytime. Yeah, perfect. Webby, you got anything to finish off with, mate? Nah, just get to the course. Anyone that loves golf is going to love this course. And just a little going back to our um, karaoke night, it was good to see Vanilla Ice out that night too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so started off a bit somber but ended up killing it with some Vanilla Ice at the end of the night. So, hey, um, look, Phil, thanks it. very much for your time. Uh, it's been a great chat. Um I can't echo D-Web's uh, comments enough. Uh, one of my favourite tracks down in the Mornington Peninsula is St. Andrew's Beach. Um, do yourself a massive favour. Get down there, see Phil, see the guys in the pro shop, uh, and just enjoy the first tee. That's all I can say. It is um, one of the best first tees that you'll play. Um, we've played Ocean Dunes, King Island, and it's still, for some unknown reason, is up there in my favourite memory. So do yourself a favour, head to the Mornington Peninsula, play St Andrews Beach and just have a great day and um, try not to shoot 110. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, take care, guys. Bye. See you later. All right, Bryson just hit it 407. Well, we're off the tee at 12.